Welcome back to Unreasonably Doubtful. These two are already in progress. Hello, y'all. Welcome back. We are back to do episode two of the Hulu Presents Reasonable Doubt. Mm-hmm. This is Dina with a Y. And who are you? Melinda. I'm the fool. <laughs> hey, Melinda the fool. She ain't no fool, y'all. Don't let her fool you. Um, so we are back after episode one where we saw that Kalisha is murdered. And the episode opens up where they're bringing the body out of the house, right? Mm -hmm. And her husband estranged and her cousin, who we saw from the first episode, Fallon, mm -hmm. are there as they're bringing the bodies out of the house. So what, what were your thoughts when they, when they brought the body out of the house and, um, <laughs> we see Ryan, her husband, and we see Fallon standing there. What what were you what was going through your mind? Uh, they were holding each other like they were the spouse to each other. Mm, okay. Yeah. I don't know that I thought that, but I definitely felt that they were full of shit. Like and you know, it's it's like every time, you know, something happens, someone passes, like people always say, you know, people grieve differently. You know, so just because someone doesn't cry right away, just because they don't show emotion right away, whatever it is. But these two, I just didn't believe them. He had one tear. One, one tear. Tiny, tiny. Coming down his eye. Look, a tear. She had none. <laughs> I'm like, girl, wait, I had to watch it twice and I watched it on the good HGT, HGTV and I had to get up in there close and I'm like, is that a tear? It could be. He dropped but, one tear. <laughs> and she dropped one tear. Did so she? I'm like, mm, I don't know. But again, people grieve differently. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we don't know. Um, so the police want to talk with them separately. Like, it's like kind of like a good cop, bad cop situation. Mm -hmm. I kind of felt, right? And um, so Fallon goes off with the female cop. And she's asking her questions. You know, she's like, you know, were you related to her? And Fallon says, I'm her, was her cousin. Damn, like the body is not even on know, the right? corner truck yet. No one in their right mind corrects themselves that quickly. She's not, she's barely gone. And now you were her cousin. You not are yeah. her cousin. That like sounds a bit calculated. I was like, mm, what is sounds that about? a bit calculated? Exactly. And she was waiting, waiting for the officer to ask her, "Do who do you think did this? Do you think anyone? You know, whatever." Oh, her face. I'm like, mm, mm. trouble, okay. trouble. Precisely, precisely. Um. So <laughs> then we cut to Jax, right? <laughs> so let's talk about that Jax is up she's getting ready to get into the office because she got that call from Rich telling her that Kalisha's dead she's you know she gets out of bed she finally had her good night's sleep because she got that donkey right got that donkey <laughs> <laughs> and she's going to put her shoes on in the hallway and Will in the damn kitchen making eggs and shit <laughs> hello We'll miss this cue. What the <laughs> fuck are you doing in my house still? You still uh, here? No. Will <laughs> missed his cue. 
well, why are you trying to feed me bacon? Please, what are you doing here? Here's your boots. Here's your... <sighs> and he still wasn't catching it. Because she's like, um, you still here? Like, trying to push him out the house. And he's like, oh, I get it. You don't eat bacon. Bacon? How about I get it? <laughs> your husband hired me to do this. I shouldn't be in here like I live here. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. He no, I don't know. I'm scared of Will. I'm, I'm scared I'm of Will now. I'm a little now. concerned, too, because obviously he knows where she lives. Mm -hmm. He knows where she works. He knows her schedule. So if he's one of those, you know, can't get rid of him, you know, I don't know. I don't know. We don't know about Will yet, but she certainly did you know, shoo him out the house like a little puppy. Lord, can't so. a beautiful black woman just put it down <laughs> and keep it moving? Can you just give me a little, nice little package and a bow and be about you? Uh, like, you knew what it was. Like, I'm here. Come on. You came in the house. You saw my husband. You know we're estranged. You were hired by the husband. I'm not, we're not getting divorced as far as you know. My kids... What would make you get up and get in the kitchen and what try to make... What would make you think that was okay, mm -hmm. Will? Goodbye, Will. Mm. Goodbye. Will's got his own troubles. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. So, after that, we see the cops questioning Brayden, right? Right. And again, it's the same two cops, the good cop, bad cop. Mm -hmm. Or should I say bad cop, worst cop? Because I really can't tell who's good. Um, because they're very condescending. They're very you know, again, calculating. And I feel like they've already made up their minds. And they're very dismissive because they were told he was waiting for counsel, mm -hmm. which meant that's the end. You're stop not talking to talk anymore, but they kept going. But, so, um, and then, uh, Jax walks in and she's <laughs> like, what is this? What is this? But even before that, we see Brayden, um, in his office with, his right hand, who I think last Theo. episode I said that Kalisha was his right hand, but she was his second to right hand. His right hand was Theo. Mm -hmm. And when the cops come in and they're like, oh, you know, we need to talk to you. And Brayden's like, well, you know, whatever you have to say to me, you can say in front of Theo. And Theo's like, nah, I'm going to go ahead. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so I don't, I don't know. That wasn't that, a good move. Right? It wasn't a good look. I don't think Theo feels about Brayden the way that Brayden feels about Theo. Definitely not. I kind of get the feeling like we see some pictures and, you know, flashbacks and stuff where there's a picture of um, the three of them. So obviously they started this company, Clout, this beverage, mm -hmm. adult beverage company together. And it's the three of them with Brayden at the helm and then Theo and then Kalisha. And there's the picture of them when they were younger and what have you. But I don't get Theo is like, you, psh, bruh, if you're going down, you're going down on your own. Really? So he's not really interested. You he know, wants nothing, nothing to do with this case. to do with this foolishness. Um, that was very clear from that first. Like, because why wouldn't you be there to support your friends? Exactly. Your, one of your best friends. Nothing to hide. Why wouldn't you stand hmm. there? So, like I said, Jax comes in and she's like, oh, what's going on here? I know we're not talking to a client who said... Uh, you know, he's waiting for counsel. So they're like, oh, no, we're just getting basic info, which was bullshit. Because they had asked him at that point what his relationship with Kalisha was outside of the company. Thankfully, so he didn't get to answer. Fallon gave the 411, clearly. So they were just following up on that. Like I said, I feel, I get that energy from them that they already know that they're going to charge him. They're just putting it all together mm -hmm. in a nice little package. Going through the motions. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. 100%. So she shoes him out. Um, she gives him a knowing look like, mm, uh, cause remember he didn't want her. He didn't want her involved in his case. He wanted rich. Yeah. And rich is not the criminal Criminal. defense Mm -hmm. attorney. So rich don't know what to do. He knows how to get contracts done. He knows like rich does. And he knows how to go whisper in her ear, (laughs) her ear. Please help me. I'm drowning. (laughs) Right. So he doesn't say it, but I think he he definitely feels that. Mm-hmm. And I think he just sweet talks her into that. As opposed to say, help me, I'm drowning, which is really what's happening. He's like, you know, you're the best. Like, you're the best. I'm not fighting with you on that. But he Maybe says well. something also um, that kind of piqued my interest. And I'm like, hmm. So first he makes a comment to Jax. Um, Rich makes a comment to Jax. Like, um, why don't you talk to your old boyfriend, the DA? And Jax is like, we never dated. So that kind of leads me to think there's some history there. We don't know if she slept with him. We don't know what it was. Mm-hmm. But he's like, didn't you date when we were in school? So that made me think, too, like, people always say, and of course, education is important. But when it comes to these jobs, it's who you know. It's not what you Definitely. know, it's who you know. Because everybody knows everybody. And just because I know more people than you doesn't mean I slept with them all. This is true. So we don't know. Um, and then what does what does Jack say? She says something like, um, yeah, we didn't date. And I use my resources for my clients, not mm-hmm. this privileged asshole. <laughs> and then Rich. <laughs> the privileged asshole. <laughs> Rich is like, since when do you care about somebody being a privileged asshole? Mm. Since when do you not want to represent an asshole? So again, I feel like there's history there with them too. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, you know, they had a little something going on. They or... got something going back, mm. back to college. Back in the day, right? Back to college. So, yeah. Jax, Jax, he comes out, Brayden comes out and he's like, what do we do? And Jax is like, what did you do is you talk to Rich moving forward because that's who you want to be your, your representative, correct? And she walks away. She's loving it. She is eating up the fact that she knows that Brayden needs her and he was being a bitch in the beginning. And now she's like, hmm, well, talk to Rich. He's your counsel. So good luck, guys. Have a great day. Bye. And she's loving it. She is absolutely, absolutely loving it. Mm, it's Jax. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jax can compartmentalize. <laughs> Whether you were from back in the day, uh, just last week, mm-hmm. or here, she can put you where she needs to put you. You're not going <laughs> to stop her. 100% clearly. So I like that about her. Clearly. Okay, so... From episode one, I made up a list of who could possibly, who could possibly have Jax tied up Mm -hmm. at gunpoint. Let's not forget, Jax is tied up at gunpoint. And all of this we're seeing is six months ago. This is the Mm buildup to the kidnapping. Mm -hmm. So who's who's on your list? Okay, so first of all, Lewis. Mm -hmm. Because Lewis says... You don't listen to me unless I threaten you. Mm, that could be a good threat. That could be an amazing threat. Tied up, gun in the face. Shh, what? That's a threat. <laughs> that, that is the epitome. That's a threat. Of a threat. <laughs> of a threat. Absolutely. Like, uh, 
So then I have um, Kelisha's cousin, mm, Fallon. Fallon mm-hmm. is pissed after seeing Jax on television in defense of Brayden. Yes. Yeah. We didn't talk about that yet, but she abs. I feel like she goes through emotions. Fallon's going through a whole gamut of emotions because when we first see her in episode one, she's there with her cousin with Rich and, you know, she's got an attitude. She's the attitudinal cousin and they're about to sign this. Well, Kalisha's about to sign the NDA. Mm -hmm. She's there for support and she's just giving Rich attitude, attitude, attitude. She wants to be done with it. Clearly she's over their relationship, whatever it was. Um, and then she's trying to protect her cousin. She's like, you going to sign it or no? No. Then she's protecting her cousin. Like as they're leaving, um, the whole nine. And then we see her, you know, upset Uh, again. I'm not sure how much, but upset once her cousin is dead. Um, and then further into, um, into episode two, there's a part where, um, you know, Jax and Lewis are back in church, right? Their usual Sunday thing with mm-hmm. the kids. And the pastor, <laughs> Pastor Thurston, we call him Pastor Thirsty because he stay asking for some money in a collection place. So we're going to call him Pastor Thirsty. So Pastor <laughs> Thirsty is introducing Fallon to Jax. Like this is a member of our congregation. Her family's gone through something. She needs some help. And Fallon's like, mm, she's not going to help. You know, she, she worked for him. And Jax is like, no, I don't, you know, my firm represents him, but I don't represent him. So Fallon kind of, again, her face goes through these emotions where she's angry. She's a little confused. You know, she doesn't know what to do. And Jax gives her her phone number and says, call me, you know, I'll hook you up with a victim's advocate. So she's hesitant, um, but eventually does. And they have this conversation and she softened a little bit, Fallon, a little. when they're on the phone, right? And she says to Jax, um, you know, wait, wait, where's my notes? Because I wrote that down. I wanted to remember that. About black women standing behind right, black women. She made the comment about, black um, you know, I'm tired of seeing um, black women who protect black men who don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jax agreed with her. And then, like you said, next Justice thing we know, Jax agreed with her. Mm-hmm. Damon comes walking across the street. Okay, so we skipped a little bit. So we're we're so we're back in church, right? Um, Pastor Thursday introduces Fallon to Jax. Um, so they go in, you know, they're having the service, and at one point, you know, it's say, you know, say whatever to your neighbor, and. As Jax is turning around talking to her neighbor, she looks up and Damon is sitting his gorgeous, beautiful ass a couple pews ahead of her and on the left. And we're like, what the hell is Damon doing at our church, y'all? What is he doing there? So um, now Jax is in a fog. She don't know what to do with herself. You know, what if he comes and says something to her and the husband and the kids are there, whatever. So she's going through the motions. She leaves, um, you know, the kids leave with the husband. It's the, it's his day, whatever. Um, she follows Damon, marches her a happy ass across the street, which is where his halfway house is, mm-hmm. approaches him. What are you doing in my church? And he's like, huh? What are you talking about? And he's like, oh, A and me? He was like, well, 
as you see, is right across the street from here. You know, I, I had no idea that was your church. And she goes into, again, this whole emotion about don't think you're going to get me to talk to you. And he's like, um, you follow me home. Hmm. Like, what are you talking about? She's like, I'm still not speaking to you. You know, if you did this thing. So they kind of have a little moment there. And um, he stops mid-sentence. And he's like, anybody ever tell you that your eyes say everything? I'm like, damn you, Damon. Damn you, son of a... Damn, damn you. Damn, damn. <laughs> um, and she sucked in. And he's right. Because her eyes was not saying I'm not speaking to you no more. At all. And, um, cause the tables are turned. Yeah, man. Any cameras will show her following him around the city. Absolutely. Ooh, wait. Absolutely. Mm, So mm, mm, mm. that, that was crazy because you're following him, telling him not to follow you and to leave you alone. He's like, um, you in my house. You telling me to leave you alone. What's going on? Mm. Um, so, wait, who, so who else is on your list? So you said Who Lewis, killed Kalisha? Lewis, um, but wait, so who else, was that it for your list of Jax? Who, who's got Jax hemmed up? Yeah, um, the husband. Mm-hmm. The cousin. The cousin. We don't believe Brayden did it anymore. We, I, I, I feel like it's too easy. Yeah, I think that's the, that. Yeah. I, I think I'm, a, yeah, I'm gonna stay that way. Yeah. Brayden. I don't think no. so. I really don't think so. Her own husband. Her own husband. The uh, Kalisha or Kalisha's husband or Kalisha's cousin um, Fallon. Kalisha's cousin, right. That's Fallon. who I'm banking on. One of those people. <sighs> yeah. They're holding jacks. Yeah, because Fallon's pissed now. She's, She's pissed. super pissed off about um, Jack's switching sides so we'll so let's talk a little bit more about that so as we move through the episode um we still see um oh so terrence comes into town terrence is lewis's younger brother Mm. right so he's um an artist a musician so um lewis gets jacks to go to this uh what looks like a supper club a lounge and terrence is performing and he's there and he brought his partner husband uh jason with him and um so they're there and they're you know having a little double date moment after you know after yeah the but before all of that lewis lewis's pride mm-hmm. couldn't let him tell his brother no my marriage is in trouble mm-hmm. i don't know if mm-hmm. jess is gonna come no he made him think everything was all good mm-hmm. yeah and then by doing that let in another dig about him having a sugar mama. Yes, yes, Terrence. Terrence said that to, to Lewis. Uh, you want me to call your sugar mama for you and get her over here? So that kind of made me already think already feeling inferior to his wife. In the beginning, I thought that they were equal as far as pay. So, I mean, like, you know, designers for video games and shit, they're paid, right? And lawyers are paid. Pay. So I'm thinking they're equal, but obviously not. Mm-mm. If Terrence made the comment Little about sugar mama, sugar mama, sugar mama. So I'm like, okay. And not only did he say that, he said, um, I'm sorry, but she'd also be better company. <laughs> so so that, all kinds I mean, of blows to his ego. That was, I, I felt like that was just some sibling bullshit, you know? Um, but 
I think that was some truth. Sugar mama I think that was some truth um, to can that. Can you pour me some wine too? Are you going to oh, pour yourself sorry. some wine and not fill my cup back? <laughs> yeah. Yes, you guys, this episode is brought to you by Port Wine because that is our wine of choice. Oh, Yum, shit. delicious Port Wine. Um, maybe we'll get a Port Wine sponsor. We'll talk about it later. We'll yes. talk about our favorites next time. Yes. Um, so, so like I said, they're in the club. They're having this moment. They're loving the, the you know, the couples thing. Um, what have you. And again, Terrence makes the comment. Yeah, we don't have any couples to hang out with. Our last couple broke up. I think that was Jason who said that. Mm-hmm. And Terrence is like, yeah, I, we don't know what we would do if you guys weren't together. And Jax looks at Lewis and Lewis looks at her like, please, please don't, don't say, say nothing. nothing. Please. please don't say nothing. <laughs> And as we normally do, she appeased him. He held her hand and they're like, yeah, we're glad to blah, blah, blah. Oh, whatever bullshit. Um, what is that with men that, and I guess, again, it's not necessarily always men because it's never always anything. Right. But I feel like men have a harder time admitting to failure, especially mm-hmm. of a relationship than women do. Like, we quick, like, call girl, this nigga, I'm putting his ass out. Quick. But men, it's like they don't want anybody to know anything. God forbid they fail. And it's it's like that, you know, I don't know. I I, I feel like that's some, you know, I I don't know. It's just so deeply ingrained that you can't fail. Um, Systematic again, and it—I don't want to get on that soapbox of systematic racism. But but I feel if we like could wash so this out real. of the back of the minds the of our black men, it's true, and it's we okay. wouldn't have that problem. Um. All right, so let's move on. So they have this great, this fun night out there, laughing and giggling. They're making fun of uh, Terrence because he's singing the same damn song, and they're me- there. It seems like before this bullshit happened, they were such good friends. Yes, which is so important in any kind of relationship, mm-hmm. right? Um, so the night's ending. He's walking her home. They're missing each other. And they have their another moments, another hot ass, sexy ass moment. Their chemistry is so good for a moment. I forget that they're not really husband and wife. Their chemistry is so good. The two of them, like, I don't know if I believe the chemistry yet between Jax and Damon. Like, Mm. it's like, he's sexy. I get that. Uh And she obviously has this thing for him that she can't let go. Right. But I don't see a chemistry between them. Right. But with Jackson Lewis, Mm -hmm. that chemistry is incredible. I'm sitting the whole time like Jax, Jax, no, go in the house by yourself, Jax. Be strong. Go in the house by yourself, Jax. We're mad at Lewis. Be strong. Girl, she let that shit go. That bitch said, He just finger popped you you and let you go. Now you want to let him in here and get whatever he wants? No. No. But is it what he wanted or was it more what she wanted? Because we're still on that. She's the one with the sex addiction, not him. We've seen him walk away. Okay, well, clearly, after that was done, she wanted something more. She did. She wanted more. So, I mean, he's, you know, <laughs> holding that over him. No. Still. Go home, Louis. Go home. <laughs> so, we get into the house. They're hot and heavy at the door. And you can tell she it's just so, it's so intense oh. between the two of them. <laughs> so good. It's getting so great. 
draws her off. Like it's yeah. getting so, and she's always oh, this what you want, and it's always oh, so hot and heavy. They get to the couch and they're kissing, and it's like, yes, this is gonna happen. And what does this nigga do? Turn around. Turn around. And she's like, what are you what? talking about? Turn around. And when she kind of looks back. She sees the camera she that she was looking immediately when she was doing her reverse cowgirl on uh, Will on Little Willie Styles. Um, she's like, "What are you talking?" She's like, "You know what? This is some bullshit." Now he done he done fucked messed up the, up the moment again. It's over. over again because you want to prove a point. And she's like, "What to are you talking about?" And he's like, "Well, this is what you want, right?" She's like, why would you say that? And he's like, oh, it's just him? It was just with him? She's like, man, please. But then we also find out, like I said in the first episode, that wasn't the first time that he watched her with someone else. But Mm -mm. she's like, we're in a different place. We're different people at this point. And he's like, above all of that, now she's pissed. I just want my wife back. So then why the fuck did you even say or try to do this bullshit, this psychological game playing bullshit, instead of just making love to your wife? So now that you want to piss her off again, you just want your wife back. Goodbye. And you know what? She's like, you know what? You got to get home to the kids. Good night. And I'm like, oh, damn it, Will. I mean, not Will, Lewis. I live here too. No, No, you don't. Not anymore. Not anymore. But anyway, so he gets dressed. She goes in the room. He leaves. But even more along the controlling bullshit. Did you see him clean up? Did you notice that? He pe- because when they came in the house, they were hot and heavy throwing clothes and shit. Before he left, he looked around the room. He picked up her jacket. He picked up her purse and put it on the hook. And he looks around the room. Will, why do this I keep saying is Will? Will is talking about me. Lewis. <laughs> is such a freaking control freak he has to have that goddamn control and that's what got him into the place where he is right now with his wife i'm gonna need her to to straight drop lewis Mm Leave no, him but alone. that's her husband. It They've is. been together forever. They've got I kids. Know, They've and they history. do. And they can communicate through her parents. Oh, How about goodness. that? You're tough. You're, you're a tough... Uh... No, because no. Nobody's going to heal or move past anything if they're going to keep coming together this way and playing games. And it's true. And, and you're right. The, the, the sex part of and it. And he swears he is the biggest game master there is. He really does. He's going to get it going. So he you know really what? Does. Got and a game is. for you. He is the game master. Got but he's not the game you. master of this. He's not the game master of his wife. And he should know, of all people, he should know that. You should know you should know who you married. And he has to know that this isn't going to work. And she keeps saying, we need to go to counseling. And he's like, no, why are we going to pay all that money for counseling when I am I can tell you what's going on? She's like, you just know every fucking thing. Please, good night. <laughs> good night, Lewis. Good night. Because if you knew how to fix it, we'd be fixed. We'd be fixed. So goodbye. We'd be fixed. But that, you know, that's like a big thing in the black community about therapy. You know, I am a therapy advocate. Take your ass to therapy, put the kids in therapy, Mm -hmm. put your damn cat in therapy. (laughs) Let's all go to therapy and get this shit together so we can communicate and make things right. Um, And whatever the outcome of therapy is, then that's just the outcome of therapy. Mm -hmm. But can we talk about Mama Lou for a second? Yes. So... 
She's a mess. <laughs> Mama Lou is something else. Ooh. And we forgot to say Mama Lou is played by Paulette Washington, um, Denzel's wife. I really didn't recognize her. She lost so much weight. Um, but Mama Lou is something else because it's like on one hand, she feels like she makes you feel like she wants what's best for her daughter. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, she's one of those old school ass moms, you know, you got a good man that like, I can't even stand that fucking phrase. Mm -mm. What does that mean? Like, what does that mean? What? Cause he come home. Cause he don't hit me. Cause he don't have sex with nobody else. That makes him a good man. That's it. That that's the requirement. You got a good man. I hate, because it's always the bullshit that comes after that. You expect me to lower my standards, whatever they are, and we're all entitled to whatever. My standards don't match yours, don't match Jax's, don't match whatever. Why do I need to lower my standards or change what I want? Because he a good man. I don't know. And every time she calls herself complimenting Jax, mm. it's always a back mm. Handed compliment. Mm -hmm. Always. Her hair, her clothes, um, just everything. What kind of wife she is. Oh my goodness. So so the kids stayed. She went to Lewis's house to to watch the kids while they went to the club. Um, and she was like, oh, you know, Paul is out with the boys, which I don't know how he out with the boys with his with damn, his, uh, cannula uh, under his nose. <laughs> his damn, uh, air tank. I, I guess he's pulling his air tank wherever he at with the boys. Um, but she's like, you guys stay out, you know, whatever. So when Lewis comes home early, she's like, well, what are y'all doing here? You know, why are you here? Um, she had given a piece of her advice was good. I thought anyway, um, at first she okay. said, um, something to the effect of, you know, fix your marriage now. Don't mm. let so much time pass and so many things happen that you can't go back and fix it. So I felt like that was good advice. That's but, the first piece I yeah, ever heard. That right. Was good. <laughs> so she gave that to Lewis. Right. And, when Lewis came home after the night with Jax and he, again, why are you giving her any information? You don't want your brother to know what's going on with your wife. Why are you telling Mama Lou what's going on with you and your relationship? That is one thing. If I never learned anything else in past relationships, mm -hmm. do not tell your fucking family what's going on with your partner never that's what you got friends for never ever <laughs> ever because they're never gonna forget nope they're never, never gonna, gonna forgive them and they're never going to accept that person back in as they were before no matter what if you do they won't yeah and they, they they're under this uh whole thing i'm family i'm family mm -hmm. i have a right to feel like i feel so you can't pick your family, but you can pick your friends. Mm -mm -mm. So after he says, you know, the night was good until it wasn't. So what does Mama Lou do? She goes straight to Jack's, Jack's house, house to accuse her of uh -huh. not making her fucking marriage work. Are you serious? And Jax is like, why do you do this? Like, why do you always assume up, always that it's me? The man. You're always taking up for the man. 
I feel like that was another clue for us Mm -hmm. with whatever the fuck is going on with Paul because we still don't know. We still think that Paul did something to Jax when Mm -hmm. she was a little girl. I I strongly believe. Absolutely, I think Paul did something with Jax. Absolutely, Um, because also remember when Lewis initially said, "Oh, we can bring um, the kids over to Mama Lou and Paul's," and she's like, "No." Let's just have Mama Lou come, come to over. your house. Yes. So again, I, there's something there. We don't know what it Strike is yet, two. but something's going on with Paul. Um, so anyway, so flash forward to the next day, like you said, um, when she was in the car, she's having this conversation with Fallon. She's giving her the, the, um, the, the victim's advocates information. Mm-hmm. She's sitting in the car on the phone. Next thing you know. There's David walking across the street. There And there's Jax putting is. on her shiny lip gloss, reapplying mm. the lip gloss to make sure mm. they're nice and shiny for what I don't know. Mm. Right? So she goes into the coffee shop and obviously she reached out to him. Mm-hmm. He don't have no cell phone. I don't let cell phones in the halfway, halfway house. house. He don't ain't ask got me nothing. how I know that. But. Except the good looks <laughs> and the legs the Lord gave him to walk around mm-hmm. on. She and Damon get their coffee drinks. They go to the beach. So he tells her this story about him reading a book and the author is talking about sand, you know, going through someone's hand. And he mm-hmm. realized that he may not, ne- he didn't remember the last time he went to the beach and he may never be able to see the beach again, even though the beach was 10 miles away from where he was. So that was another reason that he had to leave um, and admit to this crime that he didn't commit. Um, Life was passing him by. And I'm just like, I don't know. I don't. I'm even at the point where I'm like, did he commit the crime? We don't know. We have no idea. We're going by what everybody's saying, but I'm just watching his facial expressions. I'm watching his emotion. I'm watching how he's talking to her, how he's looking at her. And I still don't know what kind of passion it is they they say there's a thin line between love and hate right yeah i can't tell if it's love passion or hate passion how he's talking to her how he's saying the things that he's saying like uh, what was the other thing um oh she made a comment about um the ocean and then he said he he realized he didn't even know how to swim and she was like um yeah you should really learn how to swim it's a lot of fun and he gives this comment like, oh, yeah, what else should I add to my list? And I kind of felt like it was facetious. Like, how dare you mm-hmm. say some bullshit like that to me? And I'm just getting out of prison after 16 years. Like, what else should I do since you've been out here free and enjoying yeah. life? What else should I do? What do you think I, I should? I can't I kinda call him. That. I can't. Yeah. I can't. I can't. I don't, I can't get a good grip on mm-hmm. Damon. I don't know if he's nope. out to do harm mm-hmm. or if he's really out to just make up for all the lost time mm-hmm. or what it could it? be a little bit of both. it could be it definitely could be a combination of both so she finishes up with him she gets back to the car and she calls Brayden right and the first thing out her mouth did you kill Kalisha or no I'm sorry did you rape Kalisha and he's like huh and she's like did you rape Kalisha and he, you know, for the first time, I think he thought about it because his, his stance has always been, no, she's lying. But I think he really stopped and was like, to me, no, I didn't. But obviously to her, I did. And I thought that was like a moment 
because that was definitely important yeah because he's finally in a place where he's thinking as opposed to being that arrogant dick that we saw in the beginning in the first episode and he's thinking yeah because how many times do we lay down with men and women and we just do whatever we're not actually communicating with them you know lots of people come away have from a little sex extra like wine. what have a little what whatever that? what happens or you know and i mean we see it all the time in shows and i mean even in real life with you know kids in college and you end up doing something that you didn't want to do and you said no and you said stop but it continued and you were too drunk or you were too high and you couldn't control it and now you're violated but was it rape or you're too embarrassed to say or anything about it. And I think they made reference to this in the first episode. It's like, nobody's going to believe you. When Rich made the comment to Kalisha in the first episode, he said, um, she's like, he raped me. And Rich is like, yeah, but there's no proof. And Kalisha's like, I'm the proof. And that's when she was like, you know what? Fuck this NDA. I'm not signing this shit. Fuck this $12 million. It's not about the money to me. But again, where's the proof? It's your word against his. There is mm -hmm. no proof. And who is he? He's the head of this huge fucking About to be a billion dollar company. Who are you? His third in command? Angry because you were sleeping with the boss and he wouldn't leave his wife? Mm -hmm. Who's going to believe exactly you? exactly how you're going to be looked so upon. So it's bullshit. And that's why women don't. Because look at everything that we've seen. In the media, Donald Trump, uh, Bill Cosby. Look at mm. the shit, all these ball players. Look yep. at the shit that we see in the media. Nobody believes the woman. And But then again, look at these raggedy bitches, just like the one in the first episode who lied to try and get money from the ball player. So it's like six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. What do you Most do? Most definitely. So it comes down to proof. And there was no proof. The burden of proof lies with the person who the plaintiff you have to prove that this shit happened. happened so okay so she decides she's going to represent him great she's like you need me and you're welcome okay goodbye let's move on um so they get to rich comes in uh, she i'm sorry so she goes back to the office right and we skipped a little bit i think about um initially when she was With talking crystal. to crystal uh -huh. about the case and she's like i'm not taking the case i'm not taking a case and she's like throw the file away da, da, da. and crystal like mm -hmm. let me slide <laughs> this shit in the desk because i know your ass is gonna take this damn crystal! case so crystal crystal knows what's up mm -hmm. so uh Jax comes back into the office and she's like um yeah crystal we have a new case and crystal goes to the file to the to the drawer she's like it wouldn't be brave miller would it she's like <laughs> you you're a great assistant yeah. just knowing what i want and had great anticipating we knew it we knew mm -hmm. it um so wait so let's talk a little bit about i know this is a complete sidebar from where we're going but can we talk about number one can we talk about carrie washington's nod to new york and brooklyn like we know carrie's from from new york but can we talk about jay-z can we talk about reasonable doubt the album can we talk about every episode <laughs> is named this episode is called um what is it family feud feud so these are these are jay-z records 
<laughs> I realized the first episode cannot the hustle. I'm like, okay, Jigga. This one, the music, the musical score for this freaking series is incredible. It's good. We've heard Queen B. We've heard not not that B, the other B, the little B, little Kim. Lil Kim. We've heard, we've heard um Jay-Z. Um, we've heard Ace Hood. We've heard um Oh my goodness, Andre 3000. We've heard so many amazing artists. I'm like, who is the musical coordinator for this shit? We got to look him up. We'll have the name for the next episode. I don't know, episode. but he know what I he's talking about. It could be a she. We don't know. She, we'll I see. apologize. <laughs> he or she they know what, knows they, what they are, are doing. Because it's incredible. And then the fashion. We haven't even talked about the fashion for the show. Because Miss Jack's always got on her Louboutins. She's not playing with her red bottoms. Ooh. With her 15-inch sky-high shoes. God, I miss those days. Cannot rock those anymore. My Achilles is like, yeah, try it if you want to. Um, the fashion is incredible. I've noticed a lot, and I don't know what it's about, but Jack's shoulders are always out. Yeah, because they're so damn sexy. Aren't they gorgeous and bronzy and beautiful. Yes. Ugh, she makes me so sick. She's so beautiful. Um, but the 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 clothing is always on point. The men's suits are tailored perfectly. Like everybody look this is just I'm so in love with this freaking series. And even though this is not my favorite, I mean I guess we've only watched two, but one to two, the second episode is not my favorite. No. I guess, but we're still getting to know. Um, one was incredible. This one, not so much, but okay. You know, but, it still wasn't horrible, but it eh. was a gift. It, number two was to give people time to think, to put mm, pieces together. Good point. Like what we just did. Good point. Good point. You know, because if you keep it all action packed, mm -hmm. everybody's just going to keep running. Whoa, 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 whoa. And they're not going <laughs> to even take time for the, the really small think. parts in yeah, between it. You really need pieces. to notice. Absolutely. So yeah, I appreciate the slow down. Okay. On All right. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. So then we move into, um, Rich made this, uh, appointment for Braden Miller to speak with the police. And Jax is like, what are you doing? Like, did you make sure there's a private entrance? Like the media is gonna go crazy, but Braden has disappeared. So we don't even know where the hell Braden is. So Jax calls her trusty, her um, trusty Daniel. Daniel, I'm like, I don't know and, what his name uh, is, Daniel. he finds him. We don't know how, Daniel just be doing stuff. I'm like, how the hell did he find, okay. Um, and we find Brayden at a basketball court shooting hoops in his suit. And he's, he starts having this conversation with Jax and we find out a little bit more about why Brayden is the way Brayden is. We yeah. find out that he had a younger brother who was murdered on the basketball court by a mm -hmm. stray bullet. Um, we find out that his white wife, uh, was with him when he had no money. Yeah. He said that she was a good mother. She's a good wife. He never said, though, that he was in love with her. He never said that. Nope. And then Jax picks up on that. And she's like, you were in love with Kalisha, weren't you? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I was. And he said, have you ever been completely intoxicated by someone? And 
Jax is like, no, no, nigga, I do the intoxication over here. No, of course she didn't say that, but but she's like, no. And he's like, yeah, it's bullshit. It it's not fun. It sucks. It, it completely sucks. And he he's going through it now. Now we see him really going through it. And we see the softer side of Brayden Miller. And so now so I'm I was like, so ready for him to be an asshole. Done with him. Fucking dick. Like, turns so, out, <laughs> it's in love with her. Absolutely. Um, so she yeah. takes him back and that's where the scene is where, you know, all the press is out there and, you know, she and Rich are taking him in to have this discussion with the police at the police precinct. That's where we see Jax. Obviously, um, Brayden is now her client. Right. And it's on the news and Fallon sees it and Fallon is like, this bitch. I think those were her exact words. That was the end this of it. Bitch. This bitch. Because now you've gone from being, helping me be an advocate, once a public defender, always a public defender, and now here you are on the news taken up for this nigga that killed my cousin. And damn. Mm. So that's how the episode ends. And you know, we're, we're left feeling like, again, who the fuck, who has... Jax. Okay, so who has Jax? But now also who, who killed, killed Kalisha? Right, because we don't think it's Brayden. But so I know we talked about this before, and it's crazy. Was it her cousin? Is is Fallon one of those chicks who feels like, like I said, you like you can't be too proud or too free, right? You can't like you smelling yourself. You got your Chanel bag. You got all of this money. You got whatever, you know. I'm hating. Like, why Why don't I have what you have? Is that her? She now, seemed real happy she when was. she wasn't dealing with Brayden anymore. She seemed real cool to sign knew, that damn NDA. As far as Fallon knew, the NDA, the NDA was not going to be signed, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They were going to go on Good Morning America. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He shows up in the middle of the night. Kalisha lets him in. They get it on. Mm-hmm. He signs the paper. She signs the paper. She would have stood to get so much more than $12 million had she not let Brayden in and had that night and signed that paper. I don't know. I, I think the cousin is angry because who's the first one she's going to call? Cousin. The cousin. Cousin. He came over. Girl, I, I, I let him in. I signed the paper. I signed the papers. No, you didn't. The cousin. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. Why did you do that? So I, I don't know. Because they I feel like started a whole new game. Would she really have been able to? Because whatever her secrets were outside of the cheating, that would have just ruined him becoming a billionaire. What money would it have made for her? Because she's got a rape lawsuit, and now she's dead. Mm. So once again, I mean, Kalisha I agree. And what is what is? That girl's woman. The cousin? The husband. Oh, Ryan. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, so now, uh, yeah, Alan I don't trust Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. I think they're in on it together mm. because whatever's left, he is legally married to mm-hmm. Fallon. Mm-hmm. And I wonder uh, now, to Kalisha, right? I mm-hmm. wonder since she signed the NDA for the 12 million, Goes does it him. still go to her? Um, what do you call it? When you pass away, does it still go to her estate? And I if it does, assume? then 
he would be entitled. Ryan would he's be entitled. entitled. He right. He's entitled. Like I said, and then in the beginning, and we didn't talk about this too much, but in the beginning when he was doing that fate, when he was trying to squeeze out that one tear, he told the cops that they were getting back together. No, this wasn't their marital home, but they were getting back together next week. That's convenient. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, what what else did he tell them? They were getting back together next week. And there was something else that he told them. I it's it's escaping me right now. But it was just such bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, y'all weren't getting back together. She wasn't thinking about your no. ass. What like what would make you say that? The bond that she had made with Brady. She was not thinking and about probably, her husband. She she wasn't. She really wasn't. So I'm just like, why would you say that unless something? I don't know. Maybe that was his thought. I don't know. So, I don't know why he said that. Talking along the lines that we are talking on now, Berta pushes Brayden away mm-hmm. as the killer. Mm-hmm. So there was a mention at one point, ex-husband. So I'm like, Ryan wasn't her ex-husband. They were estranged right. and separated. But so if Kalisha had an ex-husband... But again, what would that person have to gain from killing her? For real, and then you're already out of the right, picture. you're already out of the picture. There's All a new husband. Lines but also, unlike Brayden went to the house, they slept together. So whomever killed her had to wait for Brayden to leave. To leave, yes. Either had to wait for him to leave or knew once he left because like you said, she did it. First person she called is the cousin. Damn, I don't believe mm-hmm. what I did. So, or it was someone that was maybe following me. Ooh, look, I just did a, I just did a Melinda. Ooh, hold on. Now let's talk about Theo for a second. Mm -hmm. We said earlier, right? Mm -hmm. That we didn't really trust Theo because Theo didn't seem like he was too interested in having Brayden's back. So we know that if Theo is Brayden's number, number two, Theo knows what's going on. Theo has known, and they all three of them work in the office closely together. Mm-hmm. Theo has known this entire time that they were messing around. Yes. Theo's not stupid. He couldn't be stupid, not Mm-mm. if he's a number two. Right. So Theo also knew that there were allegations of rape. What Theo. if Theo was following Brayden? Put that shit out there. And was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and get rid of Kalisha's ass. Mm-hmm. And in turn, get rid of Brayden's ass. And now the company's mine. mine. Yes. Hmm. So now we yes. have another suspect. <laughs> the plot thickens. The plot thickens, girl. We about to go get our detective licenses. And- <laughs> <laughs> Let us know what you guys are thinking. <gasps> what are your thoughts? Do you who who do you think is who do you think has um, our girl Jacks tied up? Who do you think killed Kalisha? Who seems guilty? Who's not? Let us know. And don't forget to tune into Hulu for this amazing, amazing all black everything series. All black cast, all black crew, all black everything. We are oh, loving it. Oh, don't forget oh. Rich. And Rich. But we're going we're gonna to give Rich a pass because we're, we're going to give Rich a pass because I feel like Rich Rich done already dipped his stick in the chocolate. Yeah, we're so. going to talk about him we're next time. <laughs> we'll talk about Rich some more later. But don't forget to tune in. Let us know how you're feeling about the podcast. Um, yeah, stay tuned. We'll be back with episode three. Bye, y'all. Bye. Thanks for listening to Unreasonably Doubtful. 
don't forget to leave us a review so we can know whether or not we're doing a good job.